Ladies and gents, <laughs> back at it again, episode 23, baby, we back. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're hurting and we're back. We don't know if we want to be back, but we are back. We don't know if you want us back and we're back. Boys, oh. <laughs> boys have taken a little bit of physical and mental abuse, uh, you know, self-inflicted mostly. Yeah, yeah, the physical part, the mental, you know, I don't really... Uh, you know, I don't want to get too salty and I don't want to <laughs> have backlash against our fan base. But my gosh, first we have one guy complaining about free content we provide. Oh. How dare you? Then we get to Denver and we got guys saying that we need to cut segments. How dare you? And then we got guys <laughs> saying that the pod's running too long. Uh- how dare you? How dare them? <laughs> How dare they? Oh my god. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. A 240 minute pod is a commitment. For sure. But it's not a, it's, you know what, it's not like it's a daily thing where you gotta get your news that day. It could, it's, it's a run, you know, a run on kind of deal, you know? Stretch it out. As we Stretch fa- it out. As we found out tonight, some guys listen to it uh, with their wives and babies in the car. So, you know, you do it, you listen to it when you can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not all in one shot. Squeeze it in. Squeeze yeah. it in. You know? I mean, we're just trying to get the boys some free content. We're hearing a little bit of rumblings. <laughs> yeah. Little bit of rumblings. Yeah. So, but you know what? We grow. We change. We yeah. adapt. Yeah, we do adapt. I mean, we did get a timer. We got a timer. That's, that's exactly it. Like, these guys complain <laughs> and we introduce a timer? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Christ. Anyways. We did leave out a couple segments this week. Yeah, we did. A few, we so did. hopefully we'll keep it at a manageable time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Okay, so that was good. We're wrapping it up. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> uh, episode 23 <coughs> of our show. Episode 23. Can you believe it's actually gone that many? Yeah, you know what? And it actually should be episode 24. It should be 24. But yeah, we missed last week. Boys got too fucked up. Boys got too fucked up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it was wishful thinking. Yeah, for Try, sure. Trying to get it done, you know, at the big round table in that fucking Victorian house oh, that we rented. Yeah, the house on Haunted Hill. It was the house on Haunted Hill. It was cool. It was a cool house, but... Yeah, really neat, but the, the curb appeal was... Lackluster? Well, yeah, the guy... I could have. You could have had that place looking nice. Oh yeah, for sure. But it was pretty pretty run down on the outside, and strangely enough, security cameras all over the place. Yeah, weird. It's a kind of an odd vibe walking in. But the interior was nice. Yeah, that was uh, that was the house that the boys were at in Denver this weekend. Yeah. By the way, all right, twenty three. Who, who'd you got? Who do I got? Who's your boy? Who's my boy? You know, I don't want to pick this guy, but he is the best guy on the list. I'm gonna leave it for you. I'm just gonna rattle a few off. Sure. Yeah. Alfred Blue, Houston oh. Texans. <laughs> oh. Devontae Booker, no longer on the on the, the Broncos, I don't think. But he was a guy that I grabbed off the wire a couple times in desperation. So he made the list. And started. And started. <laughs> Patrick Chung, great oh, yeah. DB for the Pats. Quack, quack, Oregon Duck. Uh, Micah Hyde. Oh, yeah. Freshly traded to Pittsburgh. Uh, no. Minka Fitzpatrick. Oh, Minka Fitzpatrick, sorry. You're thinking of uh, Micah Hyde's in Buffalo, left yes, Green yes, Bay. Yes, that's right, that's yeah. right. Uh, Arian Foster of the Challenge fame. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
man. For a while there, Aaron Foster was the best at his position. He was. Really, he was. really yeah. good player. Yeah, I, I quite like Aaron Foster, actually. Um, And then the other one I just want to mention is Akello Witherspoon, <laughs> the corner in San Fran. Yeah, you know what? 23 brings a, a smattering of running backs and DBs. So just a couple more. Marcus Trufant, Troy Vincent, Marshawn Lattimore, D'Angelo Hall. Mm. Uh, running back slash wildcat expert Ronnie Brown, Willis McGahee, Darius Big Play, play Big Play Slay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I went with uh, I had a tough call actually. I was trying to decide between two guys, but my Browns loyalty went out. Yeah, oh I yeah. went with Joe Hayden. Yeah, oh yeah, I, was, I had that. I had I had that one down. I had to give it to you. Yeah, exactly. And he, you know what? Sure, current Pittsburgh Steeler, but I still got love for the guy. And uh, the other guy I was debating between was uh, Devin Hester. Mm, all yeah. time, yeah, all, all time. time kick yeah. returner, man, beauty. Yeah, yeah, those are you know twenty three was a little bit lacking, a bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. a bit tough. <laughs> Get the ice swirl for Johnny Boy. Mm-hmm. Get those glands firing mm-hmm. off, hey. Um, not much for uh, oh, our sponsor. Yeah, can't forget it. Can't forget the sponsor. Honestly, it's so nice of all these. Things to really come forward and uh, approach <laughs> us, you know, try to get their name out on the pod. Yeah, nice to get a little bit of love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the uh, the sponsor this week, ten milligram edibles. Woo! <laughs> oh, baby, don't call a mile high for nothing. No, they do not. Oh yeah, boys were enjoying. <laughs> yeah, and experimenting the, actually. Yeah, like you know. I'm not a huge edible guy. They fucking ruined me. But I was eating them pretty much all weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same. Yeah, all weekend. Wake up, have uh, have it on the side of your breakfast plate. Yeah, yeah that John made the 60 fucking eggs. Yeah, oh we bought 60 God. eggs and a massive ham. Like, the ham, <laughs> Two <yeah>. breakfasts. <laughs> the ham was huge, man. <laughs> I just went and bought a ham because Megs and I... Uh, she got a little bit of Thanksgiving dinner. I didn't. And I was like, ah, oh, you know what? I was at the grocery store. I was like, I'm going to smoke this fucking ham. <laughs> and they're already smoked, which is weird, right? <laughs> but, um, yeah, I was looking at the hams, man, and I was just thinking about you, John. I was like, man, like, I would never go on a boys' trip and go to the grocery store and go to the ham section and be like, you know what? I'm gonna get a nice fucking thick five incher for the fucking boys this weekend. Like, but that being said, breakfast on the last day was very good. It Thank was, you, Nigel. Yeah, it was delish. And you know, I got I got to save John a bit here. Nigel was the one that threw it in the cart. No, yeah. was it? Yeah, he just threw it in and said, breakfast, Johnny? And John just shook his head oh. in approval, and on we went. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's a, few, good. a few other highlights from that grocery shop were a couple bottles of champagne yes. and a couple two liters of Fanta. Oh, my fucking favorite. <laughs> I honestly, you know, I'm not going to say I invented the Fanta Mimosa, <laughs> but I'm, I'm gonna go with that I invented the Phantom Mimosa And it is fucking delicious It was actually very nice It's so I really good enjoyed it. Because like when you're kind of hungover In the in the fucking next morning And you're, you want a mimosa 
but the orange juice is a little tart. You go with the Fanta, it's got a little bit of sugar in there, trying to get you back to life. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you know what? When did we have it? The Saturday before we went out? I rolled in, and there was a Fanta Mimosa fucking sitting there waiting for yeah, me. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh, yeah, it was quite delish. Yeah. Highly recommend. Highly, highly recommend. <sighs> okay, well, let's jump into it. Q&As. Q&As. Not much this week. Nope. I think two. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. And the the, the questionees may or may not be imaginary. <laughs> oh, okay. May or may not. All yeah. right. Who knows. You want to shoot yeah, your I'll question jump in. first? I'll jump in. Um, or your buddy's question first? Yeah, my buddy's question first. Uh, he, he knew that the boys went down to Denver. Uh, you know, obviously I missed him on my daily walk down to the yeah, park with the yeah. dogs. I uh, usually check out and see what's going on over there for supper and stuff. Um, he says, uh, heard you boys made your way down to Denver this weekend. Did you sample any foreign coyote legs? Or just get mixed up in the 10 milli berries. <laughs> anyway, what was the highlight of the trip? The game? Or just the, just the pure camaraderie of the classic boys trip? Absolutely, 100%. The camaraderie. Oh, man. And, it, you know, obviously football games are fucking fun. It's a big expose. It's awesome. Yeah. But when you've already drank fucking 12 beers and crushed two edibles by the time the game starts. Oh, before you set foot in the fucking stadium. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah. uh. Sitting up in the fucking stands was like, it felt like it was fucking 35 degrees up there. Oh, it was, yeah, it was a uh, uh, nice 22 degrees, but we were on the sunny side of the stadium. And it, that place was soaking up the heat. Just I was sitting cooking. there just sweating. Yeah, cooking. And I was only wearing a Hawaiian. Oh, I told Scott, feel the back of my jersey. Oh, he regretted it immediately. Oh, oh it was so gross. But, uh, yeah. I mean, the game was good. It sucked. The game kind of, the game was garbage. Well, yeah, I'd, I'd have to say, like, going into it, we knew that we were, what we were signing up for. Yeah. Um, But easily... In watching the highlights of the past week in the NFL, we went to the worst game of the week. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Titans did his score touchdown, saw a shit ton of Matt Prater field goals. Yeah, a few punts. And as I've called it, we had a Ryan Tannehill sighting. Yes, we did. Oh, my God. The second half, we watched Joe Flacco take on Ryan Tannehill. Oh, man. I, I looked up at one point in the third quarter, and collectively they had not got 20 first downs oh denver had like 11 and titans had like i don't know nine or something like that and i was like looking up at the scoreboard i was like what the fuck did we get ourselves into nothing uh i found out the only thing worse though than a bronco fan is a titans fan yeah holy fuck tighten up Tighten up, baby. Tighten up. Fist bumping everywhere. Oh, man. Oh, and they just like, y'all's team ain't as good as all's team. Yeah. It's just like, like, what the fuck? Shut up. Jesus Christ. Oh, man. I got, uh, you know, I honestly thought the the Hawaiian was going to be a little faux pas at the football game, but there were so many dudes that were into it. Yeah. Let me say say that again. (laughs) Dudes that were into it. I think I got one compliment from a girl like, oh, nice shirt, yo. And I was like, oh, thanks, man. And then the rest was like, oh, man, like it fit. (laughs) It was like, like, oh, God. Oh, yeah. 
But yeah, no, it, it w- looked well. I regret. I uh, I had found um, a guy in Edmonton selling uh, three Broncos jerseys for fifty bucks on Marketplace or whatever. Great deal. It's a great deal. So I picked it up. So three uh, three out of the seven of us were rocking some Bronco gear. Uh, felt strange. Yeah. To be honest, but. Uh, good news is, uh, Robbie from the QMP has been, you know, recently into fantasy and football, getting into it, needs to pick a team, and just out of the blue, mentioned that, uh, he's gonna be a Bronco guy. Is he for sure a Bronco yeah, guy? Yeah, I confirmed, uh, at our last hockey game, he's gonna be a Bronco guy, blue and orange like the oil was one of his reasons. <laughs> so... Robbie, Scotty and Eastlake wanted to keep his uh, Brandon Marshall Bronco jersey, but I've got a nice Elvis Dumerville Ooh. and a no Sean Moreno for Robbie. Oh, so for Smellin kept his. No, Scotty. Oh, Scotty. Kellen wanted nothing to do with his. <laughs> he threw it on the floor as soon as we walked in. But that's what, like, with everything Kellen owns. Mm-hmm. Doesn't take care of anything. No. Uh, yeah, you, general camaraderie was yeah, awesome. Oh yeah, just was, seeing the it was boys. Fun. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, nice. Um, yeah, it was the first time since Nigel's wedding that we were all together. It's a good time. And uh, yeah, we were up to no good, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. But well, fun. I clearly uh, the Yeti and Doris from the Crest don't know each other <laughs> because they almost wrote the same question. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> She writes in, I was recently cruising the gram and happened upon Matt's post from your boy's trip to Denver. Hot fall, hot boy fall. Hot boy fall. <laughs> Needless to say, when I saw how much chest Gord had showing in the photo, <laughs> it really got me going. <laughs> I'm wondering, what were some of the highlights from the game itself for you two hunks? Uh, Love always, Doris. The game itself, honestly, I don't know if you can even consider this part of the game. <laughs> But my favorite part of going to an NFL game is the national anthem. It it was pretty dope. It was sick with the way they unrolled the flag. Yeah, um, that's always my uh, my favorite. The one Giants game I went to, I went with the boys and I was we were fucking loaded, just like we were at this game. And we were sitting way up high, and they unrolled the the United States the flag. And it was in the shape of the United States. Oh, shit. Yeah, and I was like, what the fuck is wrong with this flag? Until they, like, rolled it all the way out, right? It was fucking dope. Man. Yeah, that did get me. Honestly, the game, as we said, was not fun uh, to watch. No. Um, One of the neat things that I guess it's a Broncos tradition is leading up to the opening kickoff, everybody stands up in the stands and pounds their one foot on the ground while their other – while their (laughs) – Fist, their closed fist beats against their heart, and they all do it in unison, following this this song that they're playing. It's it's from Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, that's yeah, totally yeah. And it was pretty neat because it was shaking the uh, shaking the stands. shaking the stands while yeah. you're standing there. So that was that was kind of neat. Um, a, a highlight though. The announcer at Mile High Stadium. Yeah, he was good. Might yeah. have been the best sports announcer I've heard at a stadium ever. Yeah. All right, Broncos, we're looking at a third down. Uh, yeah, and I liked, I liked it to be like, and Marcus Mariota's 17-yard pass is, and all the fans yeah. would go, incomplete. That was pretty dope. Yeah, yeah it wasn't too bad. So nothing to do with the game was no, good. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> one team wore blue, one team wore orange. 
<laughs> oh, baby. Well, moving along to pass it around the NFL. This oh, will, shit. This will be a little bit of a, a hodgepodge of news from last week and this past week, mm-hmm. seeing as we, we weren't able to muster up <laughs> the time, energy, energy, yeah, whichever, wits to do uh, to do a podcast last Saturday. So, without further ado, spark it up, spark your torches, fellas. Here we go. Our first topic is Jay Gruden, who was let go recently by the Washington Redskins. Pod favorite. Yeah, following the loss to New England, Dan Snyder, get this, Dan Snyder and Bruce Allen had Jay come into the team facility at 5.30 a.m. <laughs> just to fire him. He was in, in there for less than 15 minutes. Um, this is, comes on the heels of that video that got released with him and that co-ed smoking a joint. Um, Fucking he, hilarious. And dude. after the the, <laughs> game, the loss to New England, he comes out with that quote, if the key works on Monday, I guess I still got to have a job. Yeah. <laughs> they changed the locks, buddy. Yeah. Um, but you know what? In all fairness, I was, you know, reading up on this. Redskin fans, by and large, don't seem to support the move. And they, they kind of wanted to keep Jay. And I think one of the main reasons is if you look at the five years that he was there, the injuries that this guy had to deal with, not to mention having Dan Snyder and Bruce Allen as your two bosses, Yeah, you, you got a stack deck against you before you even have a chance, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, it was that was an interesting read. Um, and you got to look at Dan Snyder's history with coaches. He, he does He's not patient. And he seems to go for the biggest name. So... Uh, just, I'm hearing whispers, my, my sources, <laughs> his guys, my guys are saying, uh, don't be surprised if, uh, Washington goes out and makes a large, uh, offer to current Oklahoma coach, uh, Lincoln Riley, really uh, trying to lure him out of the college ranks to come in. I would, that wouldn't surprise me one bit. Man, college coaches make so much dough. Big time. Yeah. Huge. Exactly. And they're treated like gods. Yeah, they are. On campus and all that shit. Yeah. Um, well, Gord, it I, it kind of begs the question. Given all of this, uh, wh- who do you think the next coach is? Uh, that's well, who's on the hot seat? I should who's say. who's on the hot seat? Yeah, I would say you know it's funny because at the start of the year it wasn't getting talked about much, but I would say now I would say Jason Garrett is on the hot seat. Yeah. He he has been for a few years. You know, yeah, uh, was definitely on the hot seat end of last year. And I think if they don't start pulling a few fucking Ws together here, they started 3-0. Now they've got 0-3. Yeah. <coughs> All those DAC extension uh, talks. Yeah, like... Yeah, I'm sure shifted, eh? Um, <coughs> I don't know. And I mean, it's funny because they can still go and win the NFC East. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's uh, that division, other than um, Philly... Really, Philly is three and three too. Yeah, exactly. So it's wide open, and the Giants could fucking win that division. Heard it. Heard it it here first. Heard it here first. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Who do we play this week? We play. um, Fuck! I just looked at it too. Hmm. Uh, Yeah, I have no idea. (laughs) Damn it! Well. While you're thinking about it, I think that one of the names that's been floating around um, for the hot seat is uh, Dan Quinn in Atlanta, the Falcons. I could see that one happening pretty darn mm. quick if, if things don't turn around. Yeah, that's um, true. But that's all on their D. 
to be honest. That's all on their D. Um, and another guy that maybe, depending on how the rest of the season goes, I could see getting uh, getting the axe is Anthony Lynn with the LA Chargers. Anthony that, Lynn. Yeah, that team is a good team, and they just they're kind of. You know they're they're not really pulling through right now. I forget who they lost to this past week, but Keenan Allen was was uh, like seen. Or I think it was on Instagram or he came out in the media where somebody commented like "same old Chargers," um, and and uh, he commented something like "shits shits real man." Like yeah. like yeah, I agree totally. So I I I'd I'd, uh, I'd think that he might be one guy. Mm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Sorry. I was fucking dazing off a little bit there. Giants play <laughs> Arizona. and But no, what, what fucked me is I was looking at my uh, fearless forecast uh, for later in the pod, and I thought that I had picked a different team against, like a guy on a different team against Arizona. Oh, but I didn't. Okay. All right. So I was, I was like, oh, fuck, did I fuck this up? <laughs> <laughs> I only came in with two sheets of paper today. And exactly. one's half empty. Yeah, listening to the, listening to the uh, Yeah, man, bring masses. it down. Yeah, you know what? We like to adjust and grow with, <laughs> uh, with what we need to do. Exactly. We are, we are a podcast that gives back. Mm-hmm. Um, did we? We didn't talk about that. Well, we'll mention that later. We get back. Oh no, uh, we did we at grow. the end. I think. Oh yeah. Well, we talked about how you were. Yeah, yeah. Were you coming by the class for oh, reading yeah, week? Yeah, yeah. And how well it went. How oh, funny is awesome. Only guest reader to ask for a group hug. <laughs> out of all those children, the kids wanted it, man. <laughs> you cannot. You cannot say that. <laughs> well, come on, come on. I know. I'm just kidding. I'm just. I'm just kidding. But. Yeah, no, they were they were loving it. Gord had the meeting out of the palm of his hand. <laughs> Fucking killed it, to be honest. And special thanks again to uh, to uh, Chris Kirk in Linny. Uh, he came by early in the week, <coughs> read a great little story, brought the kids some Timbits. Oh, that's nice. And then Show Life came by and knocked it out of the park, reading wise, and then left a lot of nice uh, sports stuff for the uh, for the for kids. kids. Each one got to take home a little souvenir. That's uh, pretty sick. They were beside themselves. Yeah, they were really, really pumped. So, mm. yeah, it was... Uh, was Mandela nice jacked? Dude. Yeah, he was. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Okay, um, um, moving along. Just a quick one. This was literally a week ago uh, that future Ottawa Red Black Josh Rosen was asked about the... T- <laughs> was asked about the uh, Tua craze that's sweeping Miami. This is what he said. The way that I'm sort of approaching this year is I feel like I'm really just trying out for the team. I'm excited to hopefully prove over the next 12 more weeks that I'm their guy moving forward. That lasted one week. Ryan Fitzpatrick has now been renamed the starter of the Miami Dolphins. Oh, Feet up! Man, it is a fucking dumpster fire over there. Oh, baby. Miami. How about it? It's tough, man. Like, poor guys. Well, they knew that they were getting it. The guys on the team, you mean, are the fans. Fans, fans knew what's up. And you know what? Given this, the way the NFL is, you can turn it around pretty darn quick with a couple real nice drafts. They just need to hit with all the picks they're accumulating. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, so we'll see. Or it they sucks could, like, this year. Um, I, if I'm a Dolphins fan, I'm pumped that they lost to the Skins last week. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, whatever. Like, this year doesn't matter. 
give me the best odds at getting this guy that can write the ship. Yeah. And two, it might be that guy. Or maybe they think it's Herbert in Oregon. Who knows? Or uh, Joe Burrows in LS- at LSU. You don't know, right? But it at least it gives them the shot to pick their guy, you know? Yeah, for sure. Bills are 17-point favorites on the Whew. Dolphins this week. Because uh, Joshy Boy's back. Is Joshy back Josh now? Josh back. I oh, think. so he's out and now he's back. Josh, no, 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 no. Josh Allen, sorry. Oh, Not Josh, Josh Allen. Yeah. Josh Rosen, out. out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Currently yeah. negotiating in Ottawa. Um, Is he actually? No, no, no. We heard it here first. Uh, what else you got for pass it? Um, pass it around. We got uh, we got a couple things. We were obviously we got to touch on the Ramsey trade. Have to. Yeah. Um, you know, one of if not the best corner in the league. Yeah, it's hard to argue that Stefan Gilmore is. Proven a fucking case for himself, too. For sure. I think Stefan Gilmore is technically the best, like, technique-wise. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Ramsey can just back it up with sure athleticism and the way he balls. Like, he just has the desire. He's a ball hawk. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah, massive trade for them. Um, What it means for the Rams, obviously, they now have Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald in the same... 11-man unit, yeah, which is crazy. Eric Weddle, your boy. Ugh. Uh, (laughs) What, you didn't want to mention him? No, not at all. (laughs) Uh, You know, and it obviously, it made a lot of sense seeing that trade happen because they had they had just traded just got rid of Peters Peters to Baltimore looks good in the purple yeah (laughs) that 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 back that uh, secondary looks real good in Baltimore Earl Thomas Peters out there and Marlon Humphreys like they got a they got a good D for sure for sure Uh, yeah so he gets traded over there Uh, it's nice for uh, their current LA Rams. But now this means that they will now go – this will be their uh, five years that they're going to go without a first-round draft pick. Really? So in 2017, they traded it to Tennessee for to get the Jared Goff pick. 2018, they sent it to New England for Brandon Cooks. 2019, they traded it to Atlanta to trade down in the draft. And 2020 and 2021 are gone to Jacksonville for Ramsey. <sighs> and currently, uh, the Rams uh, – the the Jaguars own their first in 2020, first in 2021, and their fourth in 2021 20, as, as well. And if you look at the Jaguars, the players that their draft picks that are now playing for the Rams include 2014 Blake Bortles, 2015 Dante Fowler, and 2016 Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> so it's kind of fucked how they just swapped that. Yeah, I guess. Uh, hey. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think it's going to be... I think, obviously, it's going to help them. But they have a lot of money now tied up in uh, four or five impact players. If you yeah. look at Gurley, Donald, Ramsey, who's definitely going to sign an extension. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. who's the other one? Goff? Yeah, Goff got paid. Yeah, so... Uh, it's going to be tough, but... <clears throat> I mean, I think Jalen Ramsey kind of did it right. I don't know if he was if he was ploying with the back injury or whatever, or if he was actually hurt. But he didn't miss a fucking paycheck, dude. He was munching on yeah, and then like, all of a sudden munching on uh, Huncho's magic legumes, <laughs> and suddenly his back is all healthy again. Oh, yeah. On the IR, gets traded. Boom. Doubtful, probable. Yeah, <laughs> playing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think he's gonna play this week. 
buddy, watch. It's going to happen. He's definitely going to play this week. Miracle recovery. Yeah. I know. I I guarantee it. It was all a ploy just to get the fuck out of Jacksonville. Faking an injury. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Um, we have to talk about, he's quickly becoming, I, if I have to say, uh, who would be this year's James Conner, it's yeah. Gardner Minshew oh, the yeah, second. It has to be. We it talk about be. this guy every week. He is a fantasy fan, just like everyone tuning in. <laughs> Listen to this. Minshew doesn't have a good explanation for how smart he is. Football players, football players, it just comes out of him, right? So he happens to play fantasy football too. One of his closest friends from his hometown uh, says Minshew stunned their dynasty league this past summer when he opted to redraft nearly his entire team, which he named Trust the Process, and start from scratch. (sighs) It was ridiculous, Polk says. He must have known something about Melvin Gordon, and he worked out with Josh Jacobs, and and I liked what he saw, so he took him, uh, and he liked what he saw, and he took him, and he took the Patriots' defense, and then he grabbed Austin Eckler. Poke goes on for a few minutes like this before putting, uh, uh, moving along. Bottom line, he redrafted like his whole team. He's tied for first place already this year. He just sees the game differently. And then uh, somebody, the reporter asked, "Well, who's his quarterback?" He said, "That's the thing. I keep waiting for him to pick up himself, but no one took him. Gardner Minshew is available in <laughs> Gardner Minshew's fantasy league." <laughs> Just wild, and I think he took Kyler Murray as his as his pick. Hey, one ro- <laughs> mm. you gotta love it. But I mean, like, yeah, what a beauty! Mm-hmm. What a beauty! Yeah, I think he's he's quickly becoming the darling of the NFL. Oh yeah, how could he not? He's Guys just, love him. Girls want him. Well, yeah, and it's nice. He, he's got the personality. Yeah, right? like it's it's that part seeping through. It's real. You don't see it a lot with players, and oftentimes. Sadly, it's because of shitty reasons. Yeah, you see their personality, so it's nice to see this guy that just rolls jean shorts and a soul patch, and just ripping the ball around the field. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's pretty good. Yeah. Well, he's yeah. But we'll get to that in the uh, tank cast, buddy. Don't you? I know. I was almost thinking like, I think a few pods ago we were talking about the rookie guy, and I said I thought it was going to be Garner Minshew, but you have to, you can't deny Kyle Allen now. Mm Mm-mm. But he's not a rookie. He played one game last year, but True. still. But he's undrafted. Walked undrafted, on. Undrafted, yeah, which you is know, crazy. Which is nuts. And uh, I was saying to the boys in Denver, I would not be surprised to see them move on from Cam Newton. No, man. And I know like people are saying, whoa, 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 whoa look, at the, look at how short this guy's resume is. I don't know. Like You look at Cam's resume and how much he's been hurt. Yes, he was the MVP. Yes, he did bring them to the Super Bowl, but that was a long time ago. 2013. And they... They've shown a lot of faith in him, and you got to think that a guy like uh, Riverboat Ron Rivera, you don't earn that nickname for no reason. It's true. He's got to see, if I keep failing with this guy as my quarterback, I'm gone. Yeah. I'm losing this job. Yeah. So he, he's got to make a choice, and I can see him, you know, Kyle Allen's 4-0 oh mm-hmm. this season, 5-0 and oh total or something like that. Uh, it's, well, they're, no, oh, yeah, they're 4-0. and 4-0. Oh. So they're 4-2. Four, four on the season. Right. Yes. But he's single-handedly willing them into a playoff picture. Oh, you know yeah. What I mean? So, yeah, it's, that's going to be an interesting one Try, to see I mean, out. you got to keep up with the Saints, right? But they just, uh, Kamara just got hurt. So hopefully he's not out too long. But yeah, he's questionable this week. Uh, we'll see what happens with him. But I guess it's a uh, ankle sprain. And who's like got that. Latavius Murray? Fucking sweatpant boners I love today. The bones. The bones need it, though. <laughs> 
I'm not going to hate on that. The yeah. Bones need to turn that turn that ship around. Oh. And they started this week taking out the scoundrels. Oh. Real nice. I need to turn my franchise around. <laughs> oh. Buddy, we'll talk about you. Oh. Sorry, we talked. We joked. We were adding a new segment. <laughs> Gord's rebuild. <laughs> oh, How about we just call it Gord's bench fire? Oh, Gord's bench fire would be would be hot, hot, hot every week. Oh man, we would. Ha- it would. It would stretch the pot out way too long. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> he would rant. <laughs> oh man, buddy. Like oh, we should t- on the flight home. It's all I fucking heard. Remember you're coming back from Denver. I can't believe, man. <laughs> this guy was on my bench. Oh, man. This guy had two. Oh, my God. The whole flight home. Fuck. <laughs> what yeah. else do you got for pass around? Um, we were going to talk about your boy. Yeah. <laughs> kind of a fucked up story. It involved in a little altercation? Like, yeah. some guy pulls up, gets out of his car, and Miles Garrett was in his car. Yeah, they were at, they were on the road. Yeah, at a red light. Miles Garrett. Some guy pulls up. He says, "Yo, man, can I get a picture with you?" Miles Garrett fucking obviously says yes. Good guy. Didn't have to. Didn't right? have to. Yeah. And he says, "A fan hopped out of his car to take a picture with me, then punched me in my face. Put your legs into it. Might have actually made me flinch." <laughs> 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 oh man, nobody's ever getting a picture with him again. No. The dude is 6'4". Yeah. 275. Yep. And you're fucking... And you're cut. going up and you're punching him in his face? Yeah, you gotta question what happened. I guess there were other Cleveland fans uh, on the road as well, and they got a picture of the guy's license plate, so he's gonna get busted. Nice. But you gotta wonder, like, what the fuck provoked it? It's not like he was not in his home city. Mm-hmm. You know, he's driving in Cleveland. What the fuck? You, and you're mad at Miles Garrett, of all people? Of all people this year... Or maybe it's just for the clout. Yeah, yeah man, I, I suck my cold my Garrett. Like, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. Like, that's bullshit. Hey, dog pal. Yeah. <laughs> dog Turk. Yeah. Fucking right. Well, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Well, uh, from one Browns legend to another. It's a sad day today, Gord. Brock Osweiler has <laughs> announced his retirement from the league. Seven seasons, he had a 15-15 and career record. 37 touchdowns, 31 interceptions. He won a Super Bowl and is now retired before the age of 30. He never once started a full season, and his career earnings are $41.3 million. (laughs) Get that guy's agent into the Hall of Fame. (laughs) It's true, man. That hype, man, for him... Oh, it was it was it, it was, was huge. Yeah, it was, it was huge. huge. I thought he was gonna be good. You know, when he came out, where's he gonna go? She should go here, but you know what, Brocky boy, we're we're gonna we're gonna miss you, buddy. Sail off into that sunset. Don't ever leave us, Robert Pattinson. Happy trails to you until. That was pass around the NFL. Woo! Boys are back. Boys are back. Feeling good. Trying to keep it down. Yeah, trying to keep keeping it. a hot eye on that timer, man. Oh yeah, hot eye on the timer. Yeah, yeah. yeah you are toss that over yeah. here. Yeah. Boys are having a couple burbs tonight. Yeah, a little top up. You know, got to keep it going. Um, mini Friday. Mini Friday. Yeah, I got into it a little bit last night. Game. <laughs> <laughs> Not too bad though. 
Oh, yeah. Me, Megs and I took a fucking lime scooter for a rip. Fuck, it was fun, <laughs> man. It was so fun. And we, like, so we uh, took got the lime scooters right outside Rexall. Oh, yeah. And we just had to go, like, down to Japanese Village, like, two blocks. Yes, okay. Past. And fuck, man, we drove all the way past Jasper Ave and came all the <laughs> way back. And there was, like, a fucking five of us in a line, man. And we were fucking, like, drag racing on these things, like, people we didn't know. It was fucking hilarious. <laughs> and Megan, some fucking lady, like, this couple yelled at Megan. Because she's, obviously, she had a few drinks last night, too. And uh, so she's kind of all over the place, right? <laughs> this couple's like, hey, it's a fucking side walk. <laughs> oh, oh my man. god, that's so fucking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a side walk. How dare you! <laughs> Oh man, it was fucking funny. It was uh, so funny. That's real good. And I was just ripping, man. Just ripping. Oh, oh yeah. Fucking pedal to the metal. Fucking man. taking that thing off off squared curves. And yeah. Stuff. <laughs> no, man. I would hate to eat shit. Yeah. Oh. Tail whip. Yeah. <laughs> All oh, right, man. baby. <laughs> Last night took a L, but tonight I bounce back. Wake up every morning, by the night I count stacks. Knew that ass was real when I hit it, bounce back. Oh, oh, baby, the bounce back boy. Oh yeah, you know we couldn't leave him out of the pod. No, no, man, hard to leave anything out. It it was, (laughs) it was hard, but uh, but we did it. A couple segments not in here tonight. No frills. We got no no frills. No namer. Yeah, drop that one. Well, we didn't, I didn't, man, I didn't drop it. I couldn't find one this week. Like, yeah, no, I looked. nothing worth it, right? Yeah, nothing worth it. Like, I was, I mean, Brandon Bolden, he's not a no-namer. Had a good week last week. Yeah. Had a rushing TD and a receiving yeah, TD. Can't pick a guy that's been in the league for over five years. Yeah, exactly. You know? Special teamer or not, you know? Yeah, agreed with that. So, uh, yeah, no no frills, no neighbor. But bounce back, boy! Mm-hmm. Um, oh, we got a nice wannabe gunslinger QB. Oh, week. yes. And, uh, it's our boy, Jared Goff. <laughs> he had a rough one last week. Man. He had a rough one. 78 pass yards and a fumble lost. Oh, wow. It's, it's, uh, against San Fran. That's San, San Fran D, man. San Fran D. <laughs> Fucking, they have been giving up the least fantasy points to any wide receiver. Yeah. Yep. So, it's a tough, it's a tough start. Like, I got Scary Terry starting this week against San Fran. I don't know if I want to start him. You've been reading my notes, bro? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. When it comes to guys on my team, I gotta know. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, But Jared Goff, last week, yeah. Uh, I, you know what? He only had like 1.4 points or something <laughs> like that. I forgot to write it down. Whoops. Um, but this week he's, uh, hitting your, uh, your Swiss cheese secondary in oh. over in Atlanta. Yeah. That's the right. dirty birds. Yeah. Um, so actually this week I got two Rams, uh, 
two got two Rams guys in two different segments. This All week. right. Um, but he's uh, he's gonna bounce back. ATL. They ain't the dirty birds no more. It no. ain't the no fly zone. It's no. the fly zone. <laughs> and he's going for 80, 385 through the air and three tutties. Whoa. 385? 385. Damn. He's going to be letting it rip. Is because his girly still playing? No, he's out this week again. Right? Questionable also. Questionable. Yeah. So if they got no girly, man, they have to throw the ball. Yeah, true that. So. All right. Well, we'll see. Let's hope. You know what? And like those Rams owners... Cooper Cup guys have been satisfied, but Cooper Cup guys have been great. Robert Woods guys need that to happen. Yeah, Brandon yeah, Cooks guys need that to happen. They do, and it opens up Todd Gurley if he plays. Man, Tyler Higby's yeah. guys need those guys to happen. Harold Everett. <laughs> oh no, man, Gerald, <laughs> baby. Well, this one was almost dropped, and uh, <laughs> I have to say this one stunned me. Yeah, and I've been I've been thinking about it and reeling a bit since. Uh, since our trip to Denver, but we're going into my favorite segment, and maybe mine alone. United by Unis. United! God damn. Uh, hurtful, hurtful words from Nigel this week. <laughs> uh, I debated just dropping it because, essentially, he said, Oh, what? What you plan for United this week? One team's wearing red and blue, and the other <laughs> team's wearing black and gray? Oh, yeah, cool. Thanks, bro. Like, he was just... <laughs> I was like, oh, this team's wearing red. That team's wearing yellow. <laughs> like, oh, and then the boys start piling on. Gord's like, oh, this team's wearing cleats. And this team's wearing helmets. <laughs> so it is begrudgingly that I talk about this. Uh, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to stay long. <laughs> the Patriots wore their color rush unis this past Thursday. They were sick. They're sick. Uh, they're my favorite ones. They they should rock those full time. It looks really good. The blue and the blue. Very nice. Very nice. Um, a rare sighting for New Orleans fans actually this week. They wore. I this might be for the first time. I've got to look into this a bit. But for the first time, their white color rush uni pants with their regular road white jerseys. So instead of the gold number white jerseys, they're wearing their black ones. Uh, and normally they wear either black pants or gold pants with those jerseys. But I think it's because they were playing in Jacksonville mm. and it was super fucking hot. So they go all white, everything. Yeah. Less, uh, less to take in. And then, uh, one last final note from our, um, from our trip to Denver, the Denver Broncos were wearing their Navy <laughs> blue, uh, their jerseys paired up with their white pants, which is a bit different because usually they pair them up with blue. But the reasoning behind the white pants decision was to honor Champ Bailey, who uh, at the game we went to, we couldn't tell you this. No. But uh, Champ got inducted into their uh, ring, ring of, of honor, honor. Yeah, along with their uh, recently deceased uh, owner, Pat Bolin. Edmontonian native. Edmontonian. Um, so to... To honor Champ, they wore the uniform that he wore when he was a Denver Bronco. So that was pretty neat. And another neat thing about uh, the stadium was outside of it, they had a very tall statue of uh, Pat Bolin. And then directly across from it, they had busts of Bronco greats all the way across. And uh, they had just unveiled Champ's Mm. new one on the very end. So that was pretty cool. You know what was sick? The fucking horse sculpture they had ripping up the stairs. Yeah, yeah. That was dope. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, weird that when, like, a good play would happen, you'd hear this, like, loud neigh. <laughs> Did you see when the, the... You know what? Actually, I digress. 
My favorite part of the games mm-hmm. was when that fucking girl rips around the field on the oh, horse. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. my favorite part. <laughs> that yeah. was That's what was sick about the Stampeders, too, man. Like Dawson Knox. Dawson Knox. <laughs> uh, yeah, when the Stamps, when the girl would rip down the sideline, that's pretty sick. I yeah. think. I'm a big horse guy. What's his, What's the horse's name? It's something like Quick Six or something. Yeah, stupid. yeah, something dumb. Anyways, uh, that was United by Unis this week. Um, teams I, wore this color. Other teams wore a different color. I hope you guys liked it. And <laughs> Nigel, I don't know what, if I can talk to you anymore. I might act up. I got a lot of feelings. And you hurt damn every one of them. Oh, man. I like United. I guess. <laughs> Moving along. Monday. Ooh. That is a good tune. Yeah. Man. It'll always Great be Great intro. Thanks. Uh, we hitting the the MIA, the MIA, MIA milk yeah. carton minute. Yep. All right. Should we try and keep it in a minute? Yeah, let's do it. All right. We'll start <laughs> now. <laughs> milk carton minute. My boy drafted in the second round in the Flyers league. Melvin Gordon. Uh-huh. Where are you? <laughs> Where? Are you? Yeah, I totally agree. It's tough, man. He wasn't even in weeks one to four, so that sucked. After that, he's played two games at a combined 8.6 points. Like, I don't know. uh, I don't know what we're going to do. Where is he going to go? I don't know. Anthony Lynn, and this might be his downfall. It you know, might. you have to say, because he wants to stick with Melvin Gordon, even though Austin Eckler's had this amazing season. Yeah, he's almost got to kind of give it to him, right? Yeah, well, you can't take Eckler out fully, but yeah, Melvin Gordon, what a pick. I like that pick for sure. Yeah. Um, it kind of has the uh, youth fired up, doesn't it? It does. My message is that we'll be watching you. It's all wrong. I shouldn't be up here. I should be back in school on the other side of the ocean. Yet you all come to us young people for hope. How dare you? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Milk carton minute. <laughs> oh my god. Teddy bringing the fire tonight with the sound bites, man. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> oh man. Oh. I thought I thought the fucking Greta thing was funny and then <coughs> oh. but are you not <laughs> It's so uh. true. <laughs> 
where is Melbourne now that we need it? I know, him? right? Oh, oh man. Fuck. Fuck. Uh, we thought we'd be cutting this segment, too. But the guy came in with a last-minute text, and he submitted his own Feldy's feel good. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. he gave us his own Feldy quote. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to read it? Yeah, I could read it. I could read it. Oh, I loved it. Um, you know... Boy, Maddie's a little fired up about the, uh, about the whole, you know, guys grumbling about certain segments, length of time. But you know what? There's well, a, there's it's constructive. I get that. And yeah, like a two hour 40 pod. I know that's a lot to expect out of a guy. But at the end of the day, we pay to put this podcast out. <laughs> yeah, we do. So fucking listen to yeah, it. Yeah, it's free content. Yeah. So, you know. Um, Feldy's hitting us. Yeah. With the Feldy's Feel Good text of the day. Yeah. And uh, Matt, well, out of a little sassy pants moment here, Matt says, this will be the last year of the pod. Who says there's no truth to it? <laughs> <laughs> and Feldy says, I will have you know, my wife and baby and I drove from Toronto to Ottawa today. Wife was trying to do work, baby was trying to sleep, and I was driving. Pod was on. I was asked to turn it off multiple times. My wife thought it was some random guys talking nonsense. <laughs> when I explained to her that it was two Nigel-loving, football-loving, marijuana-loving chaps chatting about our league, she appreciated the effort. But she still demanded I turned it off. But that's besides the point. Pod is N40L. N40L is Fantasy Bulletin. We are nothing without you. That is all. Hashtag story time. Hashtag Feldy's feel-good moment of the week. Oh. Man, thank you. For at least, you know, not having us forced to scrap three segments. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate it. Matt, mm. stick together. Mm-hmm. I love it. Well, speaking of Feldy. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know if I've ever seen such a low ball offer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, Alshon Jeffrey and Melvin Gordon... For Mike Thomas and DJ Chark. Okay, wait. (laughs) Can you say that again? (laughs) Feldy, I threw it out in the group. I said I need a running back, right? Which I do. I have six wide receivers. And I don't even have a running back to play on a bye. So, fired it out to the boys. I said, yeah, I need a running back. So, Feldy (laughs) fucking comes at me. And I, I wake up in the morning, one pending transaction, right? I click on it. I'm like, oh, who's who's making a trade? Proposed to you by Feldy. I'm like, oh, okay, right? I'll be entertained. You know, I like trades. Melvin Gordon and Alshon Jeffrey for DJ Chark and Mike Thomas. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> like, wow. I wasn't fucking born last night, buddy. No, and quietly... But not really quietly. DJ Chark is top five wide receiver in fantasy. <laughs> exactly. This yeah. So I have those are two of the top receivers in yards. Yeah. And they're on my team. <laughs> and you try and get me for Alshon Jeffrey and Melvin Gordon? Like, who do you think you are? <laughs> me? <laughs> Trying to fucking scalp another player's fucking best guy? Oh my god. Oh man. Like <laughs> Come on! How dare you! 
Fuck you. <laughs> oh, oh fuck. fuck me. Yeah, that. <laughs> so then I was trying to bounce a couple trades around, and then he's saying, well, I can't get rid of Fournette. Mm. Yes. And obviously, I fucking. I said. I wanted Barkley. Yeah. And, uh, tit for tit, right? Yeah. You, so you if you're going to take, take my best player, I want your best player. Uh, he obviously wasn't budging. No. Right? We'll and rightfully so. We'll see. Speaking of trades, I'll put it out there right now. Uh, I am in talks possibly with Scott. Johnny has also shown interest. Uh, but Kyler Murray is available. If anybody's looking for a quarterback, I'm willing to talk trade for him. He's out there. Mm. Anywho. Moving along, mm. Matt Stank stats. Matt Stank stats. Tried didn't as cut I, this one. Tried as I could. <laughs> I tried to cut it down. <laughs> didn't happen. <laughs> so suck it. <laughs> oh man. We're gonna start with Run CMC. My Chris, boy, Christian McCaffrey. Now, oh baby, he has two of the three longest rushes in Panthers history, and they both came this season. 84-yard rush TD last week or two weeks ago, and a 76-yard rush TD in week three. Derrick Henry, his past seven rushing touchdowns in order by distance. One yard, one yard, one yard, one yard, one yard, one yard, and one yard. There you go. Pete Carroll is 9-0 in his last nine games decided by one point. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's a good stat. <laughs> that is a good stat. I got a. I got. I got my sources, baby. Mm-hmm. You got your guys. Your stat my guys. guys. My stat guys are good. Baker. Oh, hate to do it, but for the first time in his career, or sorry, uh, in 17 games, he failed to throw a touchdown against San Fran on the Monday Nighter. Yeah. Um, Poor guy. It, it was like actually it. the longest active streak when it got snapped too. Which sucks. And you know what else happened big in Cleveland in the dog pound yeah. this week? Is the dog retired. Yeah, Swagger. Swagger. <laughs> big bull massive. Big bull massive. He's, he looks five like years. big boy massive. Yeah, five years. And tradition is uh, he runs out of the tunnel first with the team following him. <laughs> How sick would that be if you were a dog, man? Oh, man. Just <laughs> fucking in the crowd. Just fucking yeah. giving her on the field. But have no fear, his son, SJ Swagger Jr., is, no taking, o- is taking over for him. SJ. Oh, that is sick. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Are they going to call him Bubba? No, because <laughs> it's not in the South. No, not in the South. Not in the South, baby. Oh, man. You better tuck that lip in, boy. You're going to get cut on a tripwire. <laughs> I said that when we were in Denver. Yeah. It's one of the best Forrest Gump quotes. Oh, My favorite man. all-time movie. Better tuck that thing in, boy. <laughs> Get that cut on a tripwire. Yeah. Puff Gump's like, what the fuck? I can't tuck these in. Yeah. Oh, man. That's oh, a great baby. movie. Unreal. I gotta pay. Um, with Baker, veterans around the NFL, I guess, told Mike Freeman, one of the reporters, they think he's too cocky and acts like he's a better player than he is. Uh, one defensive player actually went on to say, who already has a ring, said he acts like he's won 10 Super Bowl. He hasn't won anything. Yeah, was that Richard Sherman? Well, that's the thing. Like, who, <laughs> who could it be? That guy didn't even shake my hand. Motherfucker, like, there is video of him shaking your hand. How <laughs> yeah. did he not think there would be a camera on the sidelines of an NFL game yeah. on Monday night? <laughs> Monday night! 
He's like, oh, yeah, he, he didn't have any respect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. Richard yeah. Sherman's a good player, but he's too unlikable. Yeah, he is. I, I, I don't care. Like, you know, that whole, like, Crabtree thing. Like, what are you talking about Crabtree? Yeah. Crabtree, <laughs> <laughs> so he has to see that. That's what you go get. <laughs> like, fuck off. I liked Crabtree in San Fran. Yeah. King Crab, baby. Yeah. Um, This, we haven't talked about this much this season, but the fantasy MVP this year might be the New England defense. It is. It's like the 12th highest point. Yes. Through weeks one and six, the highest all-time point differential in the actual league went as follows. Number one, Dallas Cowboys uh, in 1968, they were uh, minus 149. Or plus 149, sorry. New England this year slides into the second spot with plus 142. Baltimore Ravens in 1958, uh, 140. Green Bay Packers, 140 in 1962. Patriots did it again in 2007. But this is crazy. This defense has already scored 123 fantasy points in their first six games. And if you would take those numbers, that would have them tied for the number nine scoring defense in all of 2018. Really? Which is nuts. You have to take into account the strength of schedule for sure, like listing the teams that they played, right? Um, like for instance, that game against the Giants, this was the Giants starting offensive group, uh, starting running back, Jonathan Hillman, backup running back, Elijah Penny, Hilleman, (laughs) backup running back, Elijah Penny, um, tight end starting Rhett Elson backed up by Garrett Dickerson. Starting wide receivers were Golden Tate, Darius Slayton and Cody Latimer. So you got to take that into account. Like, yeah, that D's been fucking money. But it, they played Miami. They've had a real they played nice, the Jets again. Yeah, and they played Washington. Yeah, like fuck, uh, it's been nice for them. Um, Sacks through their first thirty-three NFL games. So to start their career, their first thirty-three games. Um, number one on the list is uh, Reggie White. Bruce Smith had twenty-three. Julius Peppers had twenty-one. J.J. Watt had twenty-six in his first thirty-three. Danielle Hunter had eighteen point five. Miles Garrett. Outranks all those guys except for Reggie White at 29.5. What? In his first 33 games. And I need that cheddar, baby. So you keep getting the sacks. He's currently tied for first in the league with Shaquille Barrett, and they both have nine. So I need him to win that Defensive Player of the Year, man. 400 bucks in my pocket. Yeah, Come that's on, how much baby. you bet? I bet 25, and it pays 425. Nice. Fucking at the time. Yeah, when I, it'll when be, I put it'll it be in. less odds now. Yeah, I, I did it before the season started. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, most catches this season without a, without a drop, <laughs> Feldy wishes he was his boy. Michael Thomas is number one with 53. Oh, Chris God- <laughs> Chris Godwin's got 43. Hooper and Eckler have, have a tie at 42. Tyler Boyd at 40. And then in, interestingly enough, uh, Darren Waller, 37 straight without a drop. Really? Guy just got paid. Guy just got extended. Love that man. And in my sub segment... Of my segment, <laughs> Maddie's milestones. We gotta acknowledge Tom Brady. Ooh, Tim he passed Brody. Brett Favre for third on the all-time passing yardage list in week f- uh, six, five, five. Sorry, he needed just eighteen uh, more passing yards to do it, and he would have passed Bay- uh, Peyton's Manning, Peyton Manning's uh, second-place spot, and he did that with ease against Gordo's Giants. Hey, in fact, this season, terrific Tom, Tom terrific has rushed for three rushing touchdowns. That's more than Marlon Mack, 
Frank Gore, David Montgomery, Carrion Johnson, LaShawn McCoy, Le'Veon Bell, Chris Carson, David Johnson, and Adrian Peterson. Really? And a special shout-out. We don't normally do this with... Uh, we don't really venture outside the NFL, but it has to be said, there's been a lot of coverage in Edmonton lately about an NCAA prospect that's from Edmonton playing for the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Chubba Hubbard or something? Chubba Hubbard. Yeah. yeah. He's born in Edmonton. He grew up in Sherwood Park, <sighs> and he went to Bev Facey High School. Listen to these numbers heading into, uh, this was two weekends ago. So in six games, he had 1,094 rush yards. And each attempt was getting him 6.4 yards, a carry. He has 13 touchdowns in six games. What? The gap differential between first place Hubbard at the time and the second in yards was larger than the gap between the guy in second and the guy in 42nd. Really? It was over 300 yards he had a differential to the guy in second place. He's the fastest Oklahoma State running back to reach 1,000 in a season since Barry Sanders did it. And he should be in the Heisman conversation as of now. Hmm. He's absolutely been killing it. And for a guy from Edmonton to do it, how cool would yeah, that be? Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of like the Alfonso Davies thing, too. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, did you see that game against the United States? Yeah, they won. Yeah. Oh, baby. First time in 34 years. And now he's playing for Bayern Munich. Like, that's yeah. big time. Yep. That's big time. Big like, time. Like, if this kid makes it to the NFL, that's big time. Absolutely. Bayern Munich is like worldwide big time. Oh, yeah. There's clubs all over the world. You know? You know, like, uh, I, I, I fancy myself a Liverpool supporter. <laughs> and I know that there's a chapter in Edmonton, uh, the Liverpool Reds, that <laughs> you could belong to if you, if you wanted to. <laughs> Not saying I've looked into it or anything. But <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> just saying. So I'm sure there's a Bayern club in your you local guys, community. You guys go meet Duggins for the pub, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, no, they're so good, man. Um, Shout out to Andy, who's also a Liverpool fan. Go Reds. And they recently won the uh, fucking, what was it, UEFA Champions League yes. last season. Well, Gord, I love, I'm actually, we talking favorite segments right now. This <sighs> might be my favorite segment because I get to play a new intro song for this <laughs> segment every week. I mean, Teddy does, and he yeah. loves it. All right, here we go. Oh baby! Oh baby! Now get this work. Oh, now get this work. You know some the blue- white Australian rapper Iggy yeah. Azalea. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> Nick Young's girl. <laughs> oh man, but. Like, that's what the grinder's about, man. Yeah. It's about fucking work. Get that work. Get Put that, that work. work. Yeah, man. It's about going out, <laughs> putting on your fucking hard hat. Yeah. Maybe grabbing your tool belt. Change the whole game twice. Yeah. Maybe, <laughs> maybe putting your fucking coveralls on. <laughs> Who knows, right? Yeah, yeah. It's about going out there and fucking putting up numbers. That's right. And who got it this week? Who? The league leader in yards. My boy. Your boy, everybody's boy, who fucking drafted him in like the sixth or seventh round, Chris Godwin. Oh, baby. Yeah. Oh, baby. Got it. 
Um, Got him. Give it to him, man. Leads the league in yards. Has had, uh, or sorry, he hangs 151 versus the Panthers in London mm. in a game that Jameis Winston would rather play pass with the defensive backs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby. So when your quarterback has six fucking turnovers in a game and you pull up and get 150, Ferda. True that. Yeah. No Tuddy. Sure. Man, give yeah. it to him. Number one. Grinder. Wait. Number one ranked wide receiver in the league, though, fantasy-wise. Yes. But that's still a game. That's putting yes. it in. That's putting in a shift. Yeah, I mean, okay, there's circumstances around the grinder always. Always, yeah, for right? sure. Right? And yeah. the circumstances this game would have been, like I said, the fact that fucking Jameis Winston fucking threw five interceptions. Oh, big time. Yeah. So you are you are the offense at yeah. that point. Yeah. Like, Mike Evans, yeah, that's I, true. OJ Howard's dropping everything in sight. Yeah, man. Juice yeah. slippery. Gloves don't fit, man. (laughs) (laughs) We had to get one this year. We had to get one. That stopped me dead in my tracks, man. Oh, oh, in Denver, I said, man, I don't think he's going to want that nickname. And you were like, nah, man, it's cool. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, man. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> oh, love Gord's Grinder of the Week, though, Chris Gord's Godwin. Grinder. That's it. That's it, man. Yeah, we're keeping it short and sweet. We gotta. We yeah, gotta. We gotta appease the masses. We're on a good uh, clip right now. I yeah, think. we are. We are. Yeah. Uh, we're looking. Timer's, what, 106? 106. <sighs> Not even bad. Not even. On we move to the Fearless Forecast slash Tank Cast. Ooh. Um, we'll review records after we talk about <laughs> how our weeks went. I will start in the tank cast last week at quarterback. I thought Gardner Minshew II, playing the Carolina Panthers, uh, the legend, the myth himself, would have less than 200 pass yards, only one touchdown, and that we he would have got sacked four times. Well, I was oh so off. So, <laughs> so off. Uh, because he went off, and he had 374 pass yards, Two touchdowns and only sacked twice. Um, you know, chalk another one up in the L column for uh, Maddie Lukewarm. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I can say. I am a big fat French idiot. Je suis un grand, grand, hey! <laughs> oh, Fuck. man, it's tough. It is tough. It's, it's tough, a tough man. grind out there. Yeah. Well,. The good news is, at tight end, I'm taking a win. <laughs> taking or deserving? Well, at me on Twitter. <laughs> if you feel, if you feel, uh, Matt's fantasy stats. Yeah, at Matt's FNTSY. Um, I went with Austin Hooper versus the Houston Texans. I thought he would have would be held to 41 yards on four catches, no touchdowns. Well, this one taken as a victory, like I said. Although he had more receiving yards than I anticipated, 56. Just 15 more. And two more catches. Six. I said four. He was held out of the end zone. At this point, and knowing the gratuities that Gord affords himself in this segment, (laughs) I'm definitely taking this as a win. My current tank cast record stands at a respectable five and three. Yeah, that is respectable. 
Who well, did you have in the, in the forecast? Okay, so... Fearless! Fearless! <laughs> a couple weeks ago, I took uh, a guy who fucking burned me last week. Mm. Stefan Diggs. Mm. Uh, they were playing the Giants. The Giants collectively... or Sorry, the Vikings collectively had a great game. Yes. That's where Kirk Cousins threw for over 300 yards. Yes. Beat the Giants 24-10. But Mr. Diggs did not get much of that. Mm. He uh, he went off, I believe, for 44 yards. Okay. On, like, three, yeah. three yeah, catches. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, Thielen went crazy. Meanwhile, Thielen balled out. Yeah. 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 Three catches, 44 yards. 4.4 4 points. I... <laughs> El Huncho <laughs> predicted a Stefan Diggs versus New York Giants burnable secondary, which is my team. I thought he was going for 132 yards <laughs> and a tutty. And no, not even fucking close. But, Jesus. So that's an L. That's, that's definitely. An L? Yeah. Um, Who's your other guy? My other guy? <laughs> Maybe you turned it around. <laughs> One would hope. But we might end up with just two tank casts this, this year. Uh, a guy having the money league, David Montgomery. I oh. thought in Oakland, you know what? Or in London, sorry. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking they're going to use the ground game. Yeah. Right? It's probably raining. Um Josh Jacobs balled out that day, and Mr. David Montgomery did not. He didn't have that bad of a game, um, but he definitely did not live up to the standards that I needed him to. Damn. He ended up with uh, 11 rush attempts, 25 rush yards, one rush tutty, uh, one target, and 11 receiving yards on one reception. So he ends up with 10 points, and that's in the PPR league. So that's a little bit, a little bit. You know, padded. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> needless and, to say. And needless to say, Mr. Hunto yeah. predicted him to have 92 on the ground. Okay. <laughs> one tutty and 48 mm. through the air. Tough break. Those two uh, plunges by Tom sure didn't help things, did they? Oh, man. Damn. Fuck. Well, stay hot, Huncho, baby. <laughs> This week, you want to know who I think is tanking? Who? You alluded to it earlier. At wide receiver, Terry, F1, McLaurin, against the San Francisco 49ers. Gord mentioned this before. Wait, so my record? Oh, (laughs) yes. Please. Is .5 and 7.5. Because the guys were joshing me about the win. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And... Well, let's... It's two and six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's toiling. Not, it's not good. It's toiling not in good. fantasy and toiling in fearless. Oh, That's man. That's the way it is. I think Terry McLaurin Scary. will be uh, held t- this week. And consider this. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Odell Beckham Jr., Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, and Brandon Cooks combined 
against this 49ers D have been held to 14 catches, 143 yards, and one touchdown. All those guys. Yeah. <laughs> Add in the fact that Case or Colt or Dwayne, I don't know at this point, will be under center. This is a disaster in the making for McLaurin. I think the Rook will have two catches and under 25 yards, no touchdowns. Oh. Just done. I got to take him out of my lineup. I think so. But the problem is, I don't have anybody. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I got Auden Tate. Hey, people are loving him. He's in. He's in. <laughs> Suit up, buddy. What have you done for me lately? <laughs> At running back, Devonta Freeman versus the LA Rams. Yes, he's coming off his best performance of the season. And yes, the Ramsey has struggled as of late. And yes, the Falcons are playing at home. This all should benefit Freeman. But I just don't see it happening. And it's all on the Atlanta defense. In the past four games, <coughs> the Atlanta defense has earned the following fantasy points. One point, zero points, negative two points, and negative one point. I anticipate that Atlanta will again be let down by their shitty, shitty D. <laughs> And we'll be playing from behind. Thus, abandoning the run for the pass, I predict Freeman will have less than 30 yards rushing and 25 yards receiving. No touchdowns. No soup for you. <laughs> no soup for you. Who you got in the fearless? Oh, man. I get so nervous every time I have to say this, but I think I might be back. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh man, God. yeah, I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> and this one goes out to my boy Tay and Bonnie Dune. QB fearless this week. Yeah. Dak Prescott, we them boys. <laughs> I couldn't engineer the win last week, but he's gonna have a game versus Philly. Swiss fucking cheese boys. They allow an average of 23 points per game to opposing. Uh, quarterbacks, obviously. I think he's going 400 through the air, three tutty, and I think he's going to run one in. Damn. I'm go- When I go bold, Holy I go shit. bold, man. I go bold. And you go two and six. <laughs> and I go two and six. <laughs> we the boys. The hot boys. Um, my tight end. Who is it? Your boy. Gerald. Everett. Geraldo. <laughs> Harald. Last week he put up a fucking stinker. Um, five targets, two receptions, nine yards. But they were playing San Fran. Fucking Goff threw for like 78 yards. Not their game. Atlanta has given up 2.8 fantasy points per touch to tight ends this year. Gord's dank stats. Woo, baby. Uh, he's going for 96 through the air. And one tutty. Damn. Oh. 96 through the air. 96. I think he's going to feast. Damn. I think he's going to feast. Well, hopefully it works for you. <laughs> I, I think he... I, well, I know your record needs it, but man, when Gord says he's back, I believe him. I think it might happen. Oh man. Mm. Is that Kiss? 
Well, technically Ace Freely, but yeah, Kiss. Yeah. Man, Kiss was the first concert I ever saw. Man, that's nice. As a kid. Mine, mine is so much more embarrassing. What? Savage Garden. Oh! <laughs> that's a great fucking band, though, man. Oh, man. Truly, Madly, Deeply? Yeah, We're man. singing different songs I'll than the Sands. I'll be your wish. I'll be your fantasy. Yeah. Chicka Cherry Cola. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. I went with my mom uh, to... Kiss when I was in grade four. Damn. Yeah, I still have the shirt, and they like, buddy, they were shooting rockets out of their fucking guitars and shit, man. It was awesome. Yeah, that would be neat. That yeah. would be real neat. My second one was uh, Ozzy Osbourne, grade nine. Oh, damn. Yeah. So a little better than Savage Garden. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, but no, man, you know what? You know what's an embar- my embarrassing music story? <laughs> so I went to the fucking hmv with my dad for the first time right and i uh got my first ever cd that i bought was black sabbath sold our soul for rock and roll okay Okay. right yeah so fucking sick you know yeah and that's why i wanted to buy that didn't i try and buy that album off you oh yeah and you wouldn't sell it to me no um yeah yeah you were you were ogling it yeah so whatever yeah Next time I, you know, I take the bus with the boys down to the mall, <laughs> go to HMV. You know what fucking CD I bought, man? <laughs> <laughs> fucking Prozac. <laughs> <laughs> oh no way, I'm really? Dead serious, man. <laughs> like sucks to be you. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> Jesus. Oh Christ. man, like how do you have such a hundred and eighty degree swing like that? That's a hard fucking turn, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That, that wasn't even a band of real people. <laughs> it was a band of cartoons. I guess one could say that about Kiss, too. But, like... Yeah. <laughs> oh, <coughs> oh, my God. The politics of nations got me down. Geography and policy have run me out of town. Seems like worldly things have come between us now. But I've got the will Didn't know it had this intro <laughs> <laughs> Oh man I can't believe it Yeah Prozac man oh, baby. Savage Garden's way better than Prozac What was your first CD? My first CD? Oh, even worse. So, like, my mom listened to a lot of, like, contemporary, uh, like, adult rock in the car when (laughs) when we would get driven around everywhere. You know, like, the whole, like, Mix 96 kind of crowd. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, my my first CD that I ever got, because I just loved the song, such a pussy, was Richard Marks. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> he sang that song. It was just like, wherever you go, whatever oh, yeah. you do, yeah, oh, we'll be right here waiting for you. you. Yeah, that album. Oh, man. Man. No way. Straight up. Dude, straight up. I bought a Cool G rap album <laughs> from the flea market one time. And I was playing in my room and my mom fucking stomped in. She's like, what the fuck is this? 
hit eject out of the CD player, broke it in half, <laughs> and threw it out, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> cool G rap. I was, like, fucking 10 years old or something like that. Jesus. Oh, man. Northside? Yeah. Fucking this album right here. We'll go to the... Let's go. <laughs> See oh. Matt get emotional? <laughs> oh, man. Like Pecky did when we played the Blink-182. Oh, yeah. Yeah, big time. Dent, John, or, uh, sorry. Rocky Mountain Way was good. Yeah. Joe Walsh. Yeah, for sure. Got a nice outro coming for it. Beautiful outro. I think it's my favorite Joe Walsh. Mm-hmm. Well. Buds? Buds and duds. Buds and duds? Okay. Buds and duds. You want to hit it or should I? Uh, I can I can roll the duds. All right, I can roll the duds. You know what? Actually, I've, I've been given a a lot of love and a lot of hate to LA. <laughs> this this pod. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, I've been flip flopping. Good and the bad. Good and the bad. Um, <laughs> but this week's duds at QB Gardner Minshew versus Nola. Mm. And I was I could have gave it to Jared Goff, but I already gave him the bounce back yeah. boy. Yeah. So I think he's coming back. But yeah. Gardner, um. You could have picked him for your tank cast this week. Yeah. 163 yards, one interception, one rush yard. Um, you know, hurt fantasy owners everywhere. Hurt him. Big, Big time. Because you time. know that fantasy owners were like, okay, is that one good week? Yeah. Let me oh, yeah, see. Let's roll them. Oh, two in a row? Oh, should I? No, I'm not. I'm ready. Third? Yeah, I'm down. I'm down. I know. And then it gets fucked. Yeah. But it happens, right? It happens to everybody. I played Aaron Rodgers the other day, got me fucking like eight points. You know what we were talking about in the dressing room the other day, and it's so it's so true, and I'm sure it happens in many leagues. How many times do you see the guy who gets the second most points in a week play the guy that gets the first most points in the league? That happens so much more than you think. It does. Where it's just like, man, had I played anybody else in this goddamn league, I would have, have a win. Yeah. But I yeah. had to play the guy who goes Straight off for 130, schedule, man. man. You know, like, yeah. oh, I it happens so much. That's like in, in in my money league, man. I just scrape the fucking wins. But dude. record's nice, though. But the record is nice. Five and one. Mm. And, uh, like, the guy in first has 930 points for guy in second 869 i have 814 <laughs> the guy in eighth has more than me at 834 <laughs> and the guy in 11 at 816 so i'm pulling out the wins when you can man it just is not happening for me this year in the hard hats league getting that pickaxe out oh man i can't i gotta fucking i gotta grind more but i don't know who to start <laughs> you got six wide receivers why do i have so many <laughs> like Oh, man. I don't know. You got it some nice ones, though. Yeah, man. Like, a guy could offer you a decent running back and pry away McLaurin, I would argue. And maybe even... Uh, Calvin Ridley. Maybe Ridley. Fuck. Michael, I bet. You know what? Honestly, Michael Thomas, anybody can be traded. Wow. For the, for the right price. Wow. I'm going to go out and say it right now. Anybody can be traded. All right. I got Gallup. The I moment got... this mic turns off, we're chatting. <laughs> <laughs> Stefan Diggs. Terry McLaurin. Yeah. Devin Singletary, finally back in the lineup. He's my only other running back. And Calvin Ridley. So on the bench right now, I have Ridley, Diggs, and McLaurin. And I'm starting Chark, Gallup, who's not questionable, and Thomas. I have to start Thomas. You cannot not start him. Of course not, no. So... It's like having Odell. I'm in a predicament. Like, 
Well, maybe I'll throw Diggs back out there. What have you done for me lately, though, you know? Toss him back in the lineup? Toss him back in the lineup. Still projected to lose 84 <laughs> points because <laughs> Philip Lindsay got me 320 and Noah Fant got me 0.7. <laughs> yeah, fuck. We should touch on that. Tough, tough look for Mahomes tonight. Hopefully he's not hurt long term. Yeah, hopefully he's all right. For the good of the league, to be honest. Uh, he's too much fun to watch to be hurt. Uh, so that went down. And then Joe Flacco was fucking getting rocked tonight. Oh, just, yeah. just crushed. Oh man! But okay. But we at? Sorry, QB you're, you're still doing. We're still doing does. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah, Whatever. Fuck We're it. averaging good time. Yeah, we cut out some things, right? Yeah. Right. Um. Hopefully we can. Wide receiver. Play. Cooper Cup, my boy. Good choice. Runs his runs his roots out of the slot. Like him. Yeah. But they were playing San Fran. You're running into a fucking powerhouse there. And and like I said, golf only threw fucking seventy eight yards. Yeah. Um. Probably never standing up, man. That yeah. line in San Fran is too fucking good. Yeah. So he only had 17 yards on four receptions, 1.7 points. Ooh, mm. tough one for the kid. Running back, guy we watched live. Hmm. Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. Who? Didn't see him. Did not see him. <laughs> Did not see him. We saw Danny, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> A fucking stinker. My guy. <laughs> yeah, Matt's guy. Uh, 15 rush attempts, 28 yards, three targets, one reception, five yards. Damn. Only 3.3 points. Oh, tough one. God damn. Tough one for the kid. Yep. Tight end. Well, he only runs touchdowns from one yard out. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. If you're not getting past the 50, he ain't get touchdowns. He only gets touchdown runs of 99 <laughs> <or> Yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nothing in between. Nothing more, nothing less. <laughs> um... Tight end, you know, a guy that uh, a lot of fantasy owners I thought would be doing a lot better this year. Yeah, I think so, too. He might even be a guy who's who might be climbing his way onto the milk garden. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Amber alert. Amber alert. <laughs> Zach Ertz, you know, uh, they played Minnesota, had nine targets, four receptions, 54 yards, and a fumble lost. So he only had 3.4 points. Not the guy that people were drafting in the fourth round. No, no. You know? <coughs> um, Dude, guys are having debates. <coughs> Holy shit, Kelsey. Chad. Him or Kelsey. Yeah. Him or Kittle. Yeah. You know? And, uh, I mean, Kittle hasn't had the year I, either this year, but he's having a very serviceable year. Very serviceable. So, I just mean, put up such monstrous numbers last year. Better than Noah fucking fans. <laughs> Jesus. Mm. But, uh, yeah, that's duds. All right, baby. Let's move on to the buds, the guys that came through. They did, Virga. And I, um, I don't want to. I try not to pick guys from the same team, but I had to acknowledge these two. First one's quarterback Kirk Cousins versus Philly. Much mm. maligned throughout the entire season, Chris Kirk went twenty-two for twenty-nine, three hundred thirty-three yards and four touchdowns. He also had a pick. But I'm sure fantasy owners don't mind when he when he does that, as he put up a nice 32 on the board for DeBoers. <coughs> Vikings fans don't mind either, as he has seemed to come back to life since he's been criticized um, these past few weeks, leading him to two big wins over Gorge Giants <coughs> and the Philly Eagles. To that point, the biggest benefactor last week of Gord's bench boy, oh. Stefan Diggs. Oh. 
went off last week for a whopping 40 against Philly at the wide receiver position. 163 yards, seven catches, three. One, <laughs> two, Addie. three. Touchdowns. Oh, man. Easily his biggest and best game of the season. And Gord, I looked this up just for you. It's the first time in his career that he's reached the end zone three times in one game. Really? Where was he? On my bench. <laughs> God damn. Man, he got 44 yards against the Giants the week before. Like, how was I going to start him? Yeah. And I have all those receivers. I had to throw that dart. Yeah, true that. And I guess sometimes you get your own dart in the foot. <laughs> but that's when you leave 70 on the bench. <laughs> God. Care to elaborate? Scary Terry, 26. Calvin Ridley got a tutty. <laughs> Thomas, Gallup, and Chark got me less than 15. <laughs> oh. Stefan pops 40. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But we're toiling, <laughs> we're toiling again this week. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> At running back, Chris Carson against my brownies. While there may have been questions earlier in the season as to whether or not Carson could hold on to the starting job because of a bad case of fumbleitis, the Seahawks' faith in him never wavered, and he's rewarding them big time. He had 124 on the ground against my Browns and reached end zone once. Style-wise, I think, and I said this to the boys in Denver, he might be my favorite running back to watch run on TV. I just love how physical he is. He had a nice 25 points for fantasy owners. And at tight end, Hunter Henry against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Go get him. Off the IR and into the spotlight. Henry had a monster week with nine targets, eight catches, 100 yards even, and two touchdowns for a cool 26 fantasy points. The crazy thing is that in some leagues, he was available on the wire. And I'm talking like 50% of leagues I heard on ESPN had him available. He was certainly the most targeted waiver ad this week. In those leagues, and he's definitely a bright spot in easily the thinnest position in fantasy uh, football. Always is. Always is. Well, we're coming up to the end here. We're just going to rip through the uh, league scores super quick. From uh, we're not going to go back to week six or uh, week five. No, we'll we're just, just going to go uh, back to week six here. I'll handle the flyers if that's cool. Kate, okay, rip her off. All right. The downtown degenerates beat the uh, uh, downtown streetwalkers, uh, or the D-town streetwalkers, Nigel's recurring and ever-changing name, 101 to 73. The Cowtown Killers lost to the first place from the basement to the penthouse, baby. The Strathcona Coronas, 108 to 95. The Boners came up with a much-needed win for their franchise, 103-95 to against the Scoundrels from Eastlake. Johnny's Valley V. Vices found uh, another win, 115 against Careless Whisper, the last-place team. Juani from the Rock Pile, 115-94. to Gord took a hard and oh. tough, tough loss uh, this past week to the Cat Dude, 103-99. to Dropping Gord to 11th spot in the league. <laughs> and the final matchup of the week had uh, my Beverly Blazers coming out on top 92 to 68 against the Linwood Butt Pirates. Got fortunate that Linwood had a, had a very tough week. Um, I didn't necessarily have a good week, but uh, Chris, Chris yeah. had a tough one. So 
Sometimes you have sometimes there you have you some, sometimes you have first. Looking at the league, there is one franchise at five and one, and that is the Coronas, the former losers of the league. <laughs> Uh, sitting in second are the Vices at four and two, and they're along with Katu at four and two, and myself at four and two. A couple of teams at three and three, uh, two, three teams at two and four, and one team at one and five. The Rock Pile Rascal himself, Johnny, Johnny Sixty Eggs Pap. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Should I, uh, see, you actually initially said you were going to do the Flyers League, so I was... Oh, shit, I threw you off. Sorry, yeah, man. Threw, Flyers threw 40. Off. Teddy. Couple couple F words, yeah. you know? Yeah, I mean, it's tough, yeah. <laughs> but, Flyers League this week, um, the Trouser Snakes beat the Grosvenor Gluttons, 141 to 121. Bakes having a bit of a rough year. Yeah. Um, Johnny Schmiller's team, cemented in first... 132 to 98 over Nine Rivers and Counting. Hey, shout out to Jer, by the way. Yeah. Guy's good. Looks like he's got a chicken foot scar on his head Funny. now, man. Poor guy. Man, when I texted him, he's like, I look like Harry Potter. He does. He's like, that. fuck it. Yeah, he got a cheap, cheap, cheap shot yeah. in our last hockey game. Hit from behind. Helmet popped up. Hit his head on the dasher. And he, anyways, he's got 16 stitches on his forehead, so... Think about you, John, and yeah, uh, hopefully for a speedy hope, recovery. Yeah, and hopefully the league acts on that bullshit. Chicks dig scars, though. Yeah, for sure. But we gotta talk to fucking Barry. Oh, see yeah, what he's goddamn should, doing with yeah, his we fleet of see shitty refs. Doing man, <sighs> idiot. Should have got him on the phone tonight. Mm. <laughs> uh, Kessel fourth and twenty beats the Kenny Banyas, who are quietly slipping, plummeting, plummeting. That's not joke. Sorry, Chris. I know you're my little, but three straight losses. You got to write that shit, bro. He first, t- Kenny Banyas went from first to eighth fast. Yeah, yeah. Um, to to In his defense, he's got Valdez Scantling that's been hurt, Saquon Barkley that's been hurt. It's true. He's got Marlon Mack on a bye this week. Like, you know, he's reduced to starting Jonathan Hilleman. Like, it, you know, it's it's understandable. Um but yeah, I don't know. Tough uh, one. Tough, tough one, one for the kid. Tough one. Yeah, uh, Dak's recent struggles really haven't helped. Yeah. And yeah. Dak was strong in the first three weeks. Very, very. So, uh, yeah, that's a tough one. Fourth and 20, doing good, doing good. Yeah. Downtown and Z-Boys. Impressed, I have to yeah, say. Yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah. Downtown and Z-Boys beat the Old Town Tokes. Yeah. Uh, 127 to 110. Downtown and Z-Boys uh, sitting in fourth place. Yeah, fourth place, a real respectable um, four and two record. Yeah, and for a team that Gord talks about dismantling for dismantling's sake, they're four and two. You know, like Robbie that. that does. Robbie, I don't dismantle. Well, Robbie dismantled, and Gord, you've been critical of him. I have been, but he's sitting at four and two. Yeah, so no, you good. know, maybe he's onto something here. Maybe he is onto something. Um, yeah. Next one, Summerside Swans beat the Dribble Bros Inc. Dribble Bros are pretty much non-existent. Yeah, um, Ghost Team, CPU. Ghost Team, yeah, but whatever. Clark I mean, might be taking that one over in a co- in a season, I think. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Who but knows? they they do like Desine Jackson. Yeah, <laughs> Desine. Oh, Sounds like I'm trying to pronounce all these names. Been starting in their lineup for the past five weeks. Hurt. Hurt. Like, why doesn't somebody just grab his phone at hockey and do it for him? Right? Yeah. Like, this team's one in five. What kind of loser would lose to them? Yeah. Oh, oh wait, wait. It was it me. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
And uh, I beat the Meat Beaters last week. Uh, North South River Snakes, Meat Beaters, 110 to 68. And you know where uh, you know where that moves me, Maddie? Where does that move you, Gord? Well, that moves me into second place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, looking good at four and two. Four and two. And almost uh, bigger. It's like you have the assist and Robbie has the goal. Robbie's sitting at four and two. I know. That's a big and a little, sharing second and third place. Yes, exactly. Um, I I am toiling in the middle at sixth. And my little is plummeting at eighth and needs to turn it around. I got faith though, bud. Yeah, yeah, got faith. Um, so we've got one, <coughs> two, three, three teams at four and two. Johnny's at five and one. We got one, two, few three, teams, four, five. five at three and three, and then just the a two and us. four team. Two and four. Oh for yeah, the one, meat two, beaters. four. And then Peyton and the dribbles are one and five. Oh. Bacon correspondence got to turn that shit around. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, we're very close to the end of the pod, uh, and we're on our fifth letter uh, from Andrew. My favorite part. Favorite part. My favorite part. Listening to Gord read. <laughs> Even though it's typed, let's let it be known it is typed. So <laughs> yeah, all it's small are up. Oh well, Zoom, baby. Double tap. I know. I know how to do it. <laughs> Oh, I, I got a long lock. Sorry. See, that might be better because then you can get maybe the whole thing. Oh yeah, there we go. Okay, well, Boom. start any time. I know. Well, I gotta <laughs> scroll up these fucking letters, man. You know, I was eyeballing <laughs> the letters at week two this week, but you know, sometimes it's bigger than us. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's bigger than us. BFB gets back. Andy writes, dear Shane. Hello, my old friend. I got a level with you, Shane. You're number four, and I'm already 1.1, 40 ounces in. This could be the last semi-coherent letter anyone gets. And I hope that it finds you well and you enjoy reading it. Now, Shane, I really got a level with you. I know and met both you and Pecky, my last, or my last letter recipient, for the same amount of time, and mostly via text messages. I've enjoyed getting spanked by you both generally in fantasy for these last however many years and regard our friendship in good standing, however distant. I look forward to having some beers and chats in the future at some point and hope this letter serves as the first step in deepening a friendship between us. Lame. <laughs> but seriously, dude, you guys are like Ryu and Ken, both strong players. <laughs> Fucking Hadouken. Flip Rip Raukin. <laughs> Different colored GIs, but similar players, at least in my mind. I look forward to developing a distinct knowledge of you, you two unique flavors and how you are both always among the best players in our 12-team league. But enough about pecs and shit. Also, please message me either privately or in the thread when you receive this, and I want to send you some really funny YouTube vids that inspired my Street Fighter 2 references earlier. <laughs> As for the rules, I must directly compliment your team and opine on how or why it was better than mine. This is very easy to do. I'm actually laughing looking at your starting team for last week. It's quite impressive. For the last week, sorry. Mm. QB, Aaron Rodgers. Wide receiver, Julio Jones. Actually, never mind. This got weird when I tried to format it this way. Editor's note. I don't know why the bulletin points weirded me out, but I think I was felt like I was cheating and taking up too much space without <laughs> writing sentences and paragraphs. Good. Serve that. Calvin <laughs> <laughs> Gordon on the bench is sick, even if he was hurt, which he may have been, may or may not have been. 
You've got some great depth at both wide receiver and running back. Like crazy depth. Well done. (laughs) (laughs) I think now is the appropriate time to acknowledge your team's name. I've always loved the double entendre name with the player on your roster. It has been my guiding principle from the inception of our league. With that I say, again another confession of mine, I didn't get the reference first. I thought, that's a stupid name. While player after player complimented you on it, and it became clear that it was simply a great joke that I did not get. <laughs> a bit of Googling showed me how hilarious and great the name truly was. It is my favorite team name in the league and very clearly superior to my team's name. What the fuck it was, I don't care to remember. <laughs> what I hope conveyed here was that you are consistently one of the best players in the league and we're lucky to have you. <clears throat> not this year, buddy! <laughs> Best wishes and good luck that you won't need in 2019. Yours lovingly, Andrew Pedersen. Strathcona Corona. The Strathcona Corona. Yeah, baby. Oh, man. My favorite part. Okay. Well, that brings us to the last part of the uh, pod. And it's story time. Story time. And this is a quick story, actually, from our recent trip to Denver. So, everyone, there were seven guys on the trip. And everyone except for Gord arrived Friday night at varying times. So myself and Rockpile Rascal and Nige, had, we did all like the legwork, grocery shopping. We were there first, got that, got all the booze, all that stuff. And then the boys start rolling in around 6, 6.30, 7 o'clock. They all come in. Um, we've, we've ate our dinner and <laughs> did not know that. And I think Scotty ate something on the way in. Stu did not. And so we we start hitting the bottle pretty hard. The bourbon starts going. The beers are going down. More bourbon. More bourbon. Phantom mimosas come out. Phantom mimosas come out. Start drinking. And then uh, we know that the uh, pot shop closes at uh, 10 o'clock. So at 9.45, Kellen and Sue were like, we're going. We got to go. What do you guys want? So they go and get it. A few eddies for the boys. Oh, and a few pre rolls for the. So they come back and uh, we're all wasted. And we're like, all right, well, let's go to a local neighborhood pub. So everybody pops some type of dosage of uh, edible. Myself, 10. Scott, 10. Stuart, 10. Uh, Nigel, none, because he does not agree. <laughs> <laughs> Kellen, 5. And John, 10. Mm-hmm. The boys head out. On the way, Scott, the scoundrel, says, Hey, you want to smoke a joint? I was like, all right, sure. <laughs> so we light one up, have a joint, get to the local bar. We literally walk in. There's like maybe seven or eight people sitting right at the bar. The rest of the place is empty. We roll up. Scott is coherent. He walks up to the bartender and says, Seven Budweiser's, please. So we got seven Budweiser's. We sit at the table in the middle of the bar. <laughs> Before anybody at the table has finished their Budweiser, Stu is in the bathroom puking. <laughs> Scott is turned white as a ghost, just holding on to the edge of the table. <laughs> so we divide and conquer because we leave no man behind. So a few boys head to the bathroom and I guess Stu had a, had a time in there. And then Scott, I looked at him and I was like, boy, you gotta go get fresh air. So I pick him up. We go outside and I, he's leaning against the uh, wall. 
And then Stu comes tumbling out and does his patented move of sitting cross-legged, <laughs> cross-legged on the sidewalk curb, just kind of head spinning. So the boys are split up. <laughs> Nigel comes over because he's a doctor. Yeah. And looks at Scott. Tell me what's up. Scott looks at him dead in the eye, well, vacant in the eye, and says, bad, 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 hospital, hospital, bad, bad. (laughs) (laughs) So hard not to lose it. The boys, Nigel pulls him in. He's like, dude, you say hospital, but you would hate it so much if I just don't let you, if you go. Let's just ride this out. So, uh, when we left, I think one of the boys yelled into the bar, Thanks for the bud, buddy. That was the strongest bud I've ever had. Because <laughs> we're carrying our two buddies that are like six foot two and six foot four by their back, by their shirt collars back to our Airbnb 10 blocks away. It was fucking crazy. Oh, man. I'm choked. I missed it. The Eddies hit the boys hard. They oh, do hit the boys hard. Yeah. But like Gord missed it, but like he more than made up for his Saturday. Oh, yeah. Just had, had a time. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was fun. It was a good time. Yeah. Big time. Well, and look at that. Mm-hmm. An hour 45. Not bad. I honestly thought it was going to be shorter. Yeah, I thought so too. We got we got on a few topics, which is fine. A couple tangents. A few tangents, you know. But that's but, the way it's going to go. Hey, man, you know what? You're going to cut our fucking... You're going to cut our segments? Mm. We'll find a way to go longer. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well. Well, hopefully everyone enjoyed it. Yeah. And if not, haters going to hate. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week on the BFB. Just me.